Welcome to episode 22 of Adventures on the Road podcast. We find out about Inverell's name and staying at Copeton Dam, talk full-time travel tips and personal discovery with the Daily Trippers, and run through a few events worth visiting around the place in April. We are proudly partnered by On the Road magazine, March-April edition, on sale now. And now, before we get on the road, due to the recent announcement by the Federal Government in regards mass gatherings, events and the developing situation regarding the coronavirus, Perth Caravan and Camping Show, which was to be held 18 to 22nd of March, has regrettably been cancelled. To find out more details, see their Facebook page. Okay, we've got back on Adventures on the Road podcast, Peter Caddy for the Inverell Shire. Now, we're going to be chatting about Copeton Dan, but before we do, Peter, what's the meaning? Do you know the meaning behind the word Inverell, or the name Inverell? I've got no idea. No, I'm just joking. Of course I know what it means. It's in, it's, it's, <laughs> it's in the Gaelic language, so I threw that in for comedy reasons. It, it, well done, Pete. Well done. Gaelic Inverell means meeting place of the swans, and it was so named because of the amount of black swans in the area when it was uh, first named and first settled. Ah, okay. I, I always thought there would be something behind, and there's always usually something behind a, a town's name or something, but that's very interesting. So it's 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 derived from the Gaelic language. Correct, and I'm very glad that we don't uh, actually have to run with the original name for Inverell. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a glass half full type of character, so we could have worked with it, but uh, back in the days before Inverell was known as Inverell, it uh, was actually named Green Swamp. Right. And I can see why we all like the town of Inverell. Well, don't get me wrong. If, if it had remained a green swamp, I'm sure we could have paid Jim Henson a sizable sum of money and Kermit the Frog could have been the town mascot. There's always a, there you go. Always a silver lining, mate. Always a silver lining. Absolutely. All right. So, look, I want to talk about um, Copeton Dam. Now, that's about, what, 35 k south of Inverell? Yeah, depending which side you're going to. If you're heading to uh, what they call Reflections Holiday Park, uh, which is the main side of the dam where you'll go across the dam wall through the spillway and what have you. It's about 35 k's out. You also do have the northern foreshores. Now, it's just a short 20-minute drive from Inverell out on the Albanvale Road, and you do also have the eastern foreshores as well. It's about 28 k's out heading down the, uh, the Bandara Road. Uh, the dam is three times the size of Sydney Harbour, so because she's so large, there's actually no road, unfortunately, that circumnavigates her. So you do need to pick which area you're going to, or why not, go and visit all three. Okay, now when, when did construction start? So construction started back in the 1960s, and she was finished in the, in the early 1970s and became the town supply of the town water supply back in 1983. Right, okay. Now, is fishing any Absolutely, good there? Absolutely, mate. She's one of only two inland waterways in New South Wales that has no closed season on the Murray Cod, and that dominantly is what people come chasing, especially those, uh, well, we might as well call them monsters, those ones that are over a metre in length, and there's plenty of those out there. But because the uh, their population is so plentiful, that's why there's actually no closed season on the Murray Cod out at Copeton. You've also got your yellow belly out there as well, um, so there's plenty of, uh, plenty of fishing opportunities, and it really is an ex- exceptionally popular pastime for people coming to visit the area. Okay. Now, um, 
fishing in the dam? Do, do you need a licence yeah, or anything? You really do, unless you are a pensioner. Of course, if you are a pensioner in New South Wales, your pension card is your fishing licence. But uh, for anybody else, you do need to gain yourself a uh, New South Wales freshwater fishing licence. They're very cost effective. Uh, you know, you can have one for three days. You can have one for a month, a year or three years, depending on, on how much you want to do. And as long as you make sure you've got that license on board with you, on your person when you're fishing, fishing you certainly won't have any dramas. All right. And where, where could they get these licences if they get to Inverell or on the side they're going to head to Cope and Dam for a spot of fishing? Whereabouts can they go and get this licence? They're certainly available at both the uh, caretaker's office at the Northern Foreshores and also at the main administration centre out at Reflections Holiday Park. You can purchase them here at the Visitor Information Centre and uh, the uh, fishing shops in town also have them as well. But uh, very easy. So, uh, you know, if you want to grab one on the way out, just drop in and see us here at the Visitor Centre. We can sort that out for you or you can grab one uh, when you actually get out to the dam. Okay. Now, what about those that, and we see a lot of them out there on the road travelling around, carrying their boat with them as well. Can they put their boat into the dam? Most certainly can, mate. There's a couple of great areas, a couple of wonderful boat ramps. There's been a lot of work done on those, and actually the northern foreshores is just, just getting ready for a major upgrade, and part of that will be some excellent improvements to the actual boat ramp out there as well. So it's very easy, and those ramps have been built, so even when the water level is right down, uh, they people will still be able to access the the boat ramps rather than having to try and find somewhere safe on the water's edge to be able to launch those boats. So you certainly won't have any dramas as far as that's concerned. Okay, so what? let's let's go into a bit of detail about the facilities that are, that are available at the dam. Sure. Look, if you're heading out to the northern foreshores, you have a caretaker out there and you can buy some of your staples out there as well. There are powered and unpowered sites out there. They do have laundry and toilet and shower facilities out there, so you don't have any issues as far as that's concerned if you uh, if you require those. And then if you head out to the uh, Reflections Holiday Park, the main site of the dam, once again, some fantastic uh, facilities out there as well, including the uh, the main administration centre where the big kiosk is out there. You can uh, get your meals out there. There's also an area to buy some groceries and what have you. Um, so it's a, it's a fantastic area. There's a water park out there for the kids to jump around in. There's a big jumping pillow. You've got a, a little golf course out there as well, although sometimes I think it's easier to hit the kangaroos than it is to hit the hole, but that's another story. Um, some wonderful play areas as well, and you do have a couple of areas where uh, you have powered sites, a couple of, uh, we'll call them basically caravan parks out there, but you don't uh, necessarily need to do that. If you are self-contained, don't need power or you have your own generator, um, it is free-form camping to a certain degree, so you can basically go and find some little spot on the water's edge, for that matter, if you'd like to, or a bit away from that, and uh, set yourself up without any problems whatsoever. Now, you mentioned golf. I, I just I just thought I should let you know, if, if, if we ever decide to go and play a game of golf together, you need to know what my handicap well, is. Well, I'm my own handicap, so I wouldn't worry about that too much. Well, I, I always say I play off a handicap of one. <laughs> Me, Absolutely. I'm, I'm the handicap. I'm hearing you, mate. I think quite often when I play golf, and I don't know exactly call it playing golf, I think I'd be better off picking up the ball and throwing it. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> Much more successful, I can tell you. Yes, exactly. All right, Pete. Now, if somebody needs to get a little bit more information about coming to the Inverell Shire, where can they go? How how can they find out some more information? 
Well, we can certainly send packs of information out to people if they would like to do it that way, and they can very easily do that by contacting us here at the Visitor Information Centre. Uh, we've got a toll-free number, which is one 067 626 so they can call us on that. You can jump on our website, which is inverell.com.au. Check us out on Facebook and also on Instagram. And uh, as I said, we're more than happy to uh, to send packs out to people. Look, Pete, thanks very much for your time. It's been great having you on. And uh, I look forward to catching up with you in the not-too-distant future. Oh, mate, me too. That'll be great. Thank you very much for your time. All right, Steve and Nikki. So roughly how long have we been on the road for now? Steve, you... Come on, you can answer this one, Steve. Yeah, it should be three months. So we left 20th of December. Be coming up three months. All right. So I've got a question for you, Steve. What? Give me, you know, a couple of top tips that you've learnt since you left home on this trip. And you're three <laughs> months into it, give me a couple of tips that that you've picked up about caravanning. Uh, I can give you two really strong ones. The first one is make <laughs> sure that you communicate when you put keys in a pocket, because they tend to go into Wayala foreshore and end up in the in the beach. So no car, no keys to start a cruiser. Becomes an expensive exercise. Hang on. So we lost those. Hang on. Back up a sec, Steve. Did you lose (laughs) the keys, Steve? Uh, Look, do you know what? I'm I'm, I'm not afraid of saying most probably 65% my fault. Um, Poor (laughs) communication uh, is normally the the key denominator there. And unfortunately, they ended up in my wife's overalls pockets who decided to go for a swim. And... uh, yeah, the keys never come back with us. So that's one rule. Um, make sure you got spare keys, and if not, make sure you take your keys out of your pockets before you go for a swim. And your second tip? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, that's just as bad. Um, I've gone nearly 15 years without a speeding fine, and uh, I think over the Christmas break and the New Year break, they're out for revenue, but I was done for four kilometres and three kilometres over the speed limit. So... When they actually say 50k and 100k, sit on them um, because they again become an expensive little uh, outing. So that's my two tips. All right, they're probably they're pretty good ones, um, and by the sounds of it, both of them are, can be quite costly if, if you don't sort of uh, adhere to them a bit. So, Nikki, what? Yeah. What? What's a couple of tips you could come up with? I was actually waiting for him to um, throw me under the bus for both trips. <laughs> it's definitely my fault that we lost those keys. Um, but another one that um, I would say that I've probably learnt myself is not to put things like tuna oil down your sink um, because the smell from the tuna oil <laughs> tends to linger. Um, so we've had a we've had a few weeks of every time we do a load of washing, the odor is still hanging around a little bit. That's probably my top tip. Right. So so watch, um, watch the fishy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Watch what you put down the sink. Um, another one that we've just recently found out is um, to buy a zoo friends membership. Um, you get a you pay a, an annual fee and um, you then get discounts on zoos pretty much all over Australia. So it includes zoos like Taronga Zoo and Manata and Adelaide, um, Perth Zoo, um, and I think Dubbo as well. Um, so you end up saving a whole heap of money 
and get to go to all these beautiful zoos. Um, another probably top tip is that we probably uh, both think it's a good idea is to talk to other travellers. Um, obviously, it's nice to make new friends along the way, but just to get tips on where to go, um, where they've been, um, even just things to do with caravans in general. Uh, it's good to talk to people that are already out there doing it. And, um, yeah, we found some really cool places to go just from talking to other people at our campground. Yeah, I think that's that's the one of the great things, isn't it? Because you, you you tend to be chatting with someone when you when you're staying uh, at the same site, and you you know you start to swap stories about where you've been and what you've done, and and I think it inspires people. People and I'm hoping we'd inspire you to go. Oh, look, we should go and have a look at that. We weren't planning yeah. on going that way or or going to that particular uh, venue or or attraction, but it sounds such a great place. We'd better go and have a look at it. Yeah, definitely. Because there's nothing like getting the information firsthand from a fellow traveller, is there? Yes. No, and I mean, you know, with anything really, we look at what people are recommending usually before we go and buy stuff as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's awesome out on the road. We've, we've found little spots that we probably wouldn't even think of going and having a look at. So what's... What's been one spot you've been, say, in the last uh, four weeks that um, you hadn't planned on going to, but someone mentioned it to you and you've gone there and just been totally blown away? Uh, look, I, I, I would nearly say Coffin, when we went to Coffin Bay, so we, we caught up with uh, some uh, some travelling friends Um and they said, look, there's a site here. So we went and booked a site in the National Park there. And they said that there was a nice little fishing spot that was over sort of the dunes on the other side, which we would potentially may not have actually strayed out that far or gone to that sort of extent to, to go fishing. We would have mostly looked for a, a cleaner spot, something a bit easier to take the kids. But you know, it was good that they, they reminded us that we sort of need to breach out a bit. And where we ended up was... Amazing! It was remote. It was uh, straight into the open ocean, uh, fishing for Australian salmon and Gunya Beach. Yeah, Gunya Beach. Yeah, that's it. And it was it was just amazing. Like in Queensland, you're not allowed to drive in the dunes, and you know I'm I was just amazed at the, the ability of vehicles going over them, and, and just the sand was just crystal white. It was it was a sensational view, just in the middle of nowhere. Good photo opportunity. Very much. Very much. I think yeah, got a few we, we couldn't get the we couldn't get the drone up though. It was quite windy, but um, we just got some really cool photos. Now, of course, people could follow you on your Facebook page, and you'll be posting up on your Facebook page some of the photos that you take on your journey. Correct? Yes, lots of photos. <laughs> lots of photos, and yes. of course, the Facebook page is called the Daily Trippers. D-A-L-Y. Yep. All right. Now, Steve. Yes, mate. Three months on the road. It's been a ball, hasn't it? Um, Very much. uh, When I go back to work, usually the guys sort of look at me and just go, you really are living the dream, and I can't deny that. Um, If there is anyone thinking about doing a trip, um, don't put it off. Don't let, you know, some of the smaller things that you think are big issues 
get in the way, get out there because I'll, look, every time I come on and I get off the plane and, and my wife and the kids pick me up, it's, it's, it's game time and I just know that I can switch off and knowing that they're enjoying themselves. So, yeah, definitely an amazing trip and, and definitely living the dream. So do you think it, 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 it's changed you as a person? Doing yeah, this? yeah, I think so. Um, I'm I've, prior to me going on the trip. Obviously, we had a fair bit on, and and I'm not saying I suffered anxiety, but I I tended to bottle things and um, and let some of the smaller issues worry me. Um, on the road, I was terrible. Um, you only had to indicate, you know, once not enough, or once too many, or take too long to get across a lane, and I'll tend to sort of raise an eyebrow. Where at the moment, um, Nikki might beg to differ, but I just think that, you know, we're in no hurry. We're, we're just cruising along and, and people still make silly decisions, but it just doesn't seem to bother me. Um, I seem to set up with a van outside, sit back and, yeah, just take time to, you know, enjoy everything, you know, lap it up. Okay. So now we're going to put Nikki on the spot. <laughs> Do you agree with what Steve just said, Nikki? <laughs> and I you have to be honest. <laughs> I did laugh a little bit, actually, because I think it was yesterday or this morning, there was a a little bit of um, <clears throat> interesting language that came at one point, but um, I, I just need to remind him, you know, we are in no hurry. It's, you know, just let them do what they need to do. <laughs> Everything will be fine. But no, he's actually. You can tell he's a lot more relaxed when he's when he's home now. Instead of being on our six-acre property, having to do maintenance and lawns and stuff, it's a whole different lifestyle. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, Nikki. How do you mm-hmm. think you may have changed over the last three months? Um, I was just saying yesterday, actually, that being a mum. At the moment, I don't want to. I don't want to say more enjoyable or easier, but you know, because it was obviously great before. But you know, you take all the busy business and all the day-to-day stuff out, and literally just being a mum, and it's really been amazing. It's been really enjoyable, and just being able to take a lot more time just to do stuff with the kids and. Uh, have conversations with them and all that sort of stuff. So I think from that perspective, it's been really cool um, and obviously a whole lot less stress <laughs> with all the craziness of, you know, your busy day and everything that goes on. You know, you just don't have that. So I think I'm, I'm definitely a lot more relaxed and enjoying all my time with the kids um, that I can before we have to go back to reality. <laughs> okay, Steve. Your turn, Judge Steve. (laughs) Forget Judge Judy, we've now got Judge Steve. (laughs) Don't give him that power. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's retired and on a fortune, I only wish. Look, I concur with Nick, I'll be honest. Um, I speak to Nicky pretty much every day when I actually go back to work. um, And you can just hear in in her tone that she's more relaxed. There doesn't seem to be any you know, pressures building up. The girls are going to always be girls and they're going to be kids. They're, they're, they're going to you know, give you the irrits one day. But 
you know what? They I see a change in both of the girls as well. They've, their attachment to their mum's amazing. It always has been, but I think it's just been strengthened. Um, and look, I think last night it was actually Nikki said to me. She goes, "I actually just feel less relaxed. Sorry, more relaxed and, and less uh, tense on being mum." And and I think that's sometimes hard when you've got two working parents in a family that that are very ambitious and to try and turn us off I thought that would be our biggest challenge but I can see that Nick still has a business mind to think about what can she do next but her number one priority really is her girls and and uh, family and yeah look I support what she said that's 100% on the mark. It's been great chatting with you and catching up with you again all I suppose I can say to you to the four of you is just keep living the dream. That's the plan. All right. Talk to you again soon, guys. Bye for now. Thank you, Shane. Bye-bye. See you later. Well, that's it. Another show done and dusted. Thanks for listening, everyone. And please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can get links to information from this episode in our show notes and on our episode page at adventuresontheroad.com.au. Till next episode, everyone, I'm Shane. Have a safe journey.